Praise the Lord, everybody. Let's all stand together. Amen. We're glad that you're here. We've come to worship the Lord. Turn to your neighbor and tell them how glad you are that they are here today. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. This is the day the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. I hope you've come with that purpose in mind. We've come to rejoice. Amen. Let's pray and invite God's blessing into this place. Father, we're thanking you, Lord, for this opportunity to gather here in the house of worship. And we just pray that you would just bless God, everyone that's here. Let them, Lord, be refreshed and renewed in you. We're just giving you praise. Let your presence fill this place. And we ask in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Enter into worship. God bless you as you praise this morning.
Lift up some praise and worship to him right now. Oh, Lord, there's a lot more than 10,000 reasons that he's worthy of praise, let me tell you. He's worthy of all our praise and glory this morning. Praise God. You may be seated. I'm going to go to the Lord in prayer this morning. We have several needs this morning. Let's, uh, let's remember Greg Holtz this morning. He is sick. Sister Susan made this known. Let's remember Jackie Lilly this morning. Uh, she is at Hannibal Regional. She is needing healing. Jackie needs prayer. Uh, she's going to Beth Haven for therapy. Let's remember this. Sister Dorothy Soretti has made this known. Let's remember uh, Cameron Perkins and family for, uh, I believe it's a difficult situation. Can't really make it out. Please, uh, let's please remember him in prayer. Let's also remember Brother Daryl Lilly. He's not feeling well this morning. Brother Tim's made this known. Let's remember uh, Diane here. This is Sister Donna's uh, sister, I believe. Let's remember her. She's got pain in her left hand. Let's remember that need. Let's remember Abby Holtz. She sprained her ankle and has uh, been in a lot of pain. I remember that song we sang, I know the pain taker, amen. Praise God. Remember Zyler this morning. She is homesick today. Was that last week? Let's remember her again this week too. Amen. Praise God. <laughs> Let's all stand together. Praise God. I serve a healing God. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. There ain't nothing he can't do. Brother John's Bible study this morning. I was remembering that and I was thinking about something that Jeff Arnold said. I told Brother John that. And Jeff Arnold, preacher, Pentecostal preacher, I remember him saying one time that and we believe we have the truth, and we have this 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 uh, word for everybody, and you know the salvation for them. And and if we we may be the biggest sinners standing there on judgment day by not sharing this with every man, woman, boy, and girl we know. I remember when I first come to the Lord. I mean, one of my bosses at Bodot told me he said, "You need to tone it down a little bit." When I first got saved, I was telling everybody about God. That's what you're supposed to do, folks. He said, "You need to tone it down a little bit." I thought to myself, how can you tone, tone down the Holy Ghost? How can you, folks? You can't. We shouldn't be doing that. We should be telling every person we come in contact with about Jesus. Because he's been too good not to tell everybody about it. Praise God. Amen. Let's take these needs to the Lord. If you have need healing in your body or you got sickness or you want to stand in for somebody, come forward. Let us pray with you. Let's lift these needs to the Lord right now. Everybody pray right out. Lord, we thank you, Jesus. Oh, for your goodness, God, for your mercies, God.
for all that you've done, Lord, for all that you're doing, God. Lord, we pray for so many needs in the church this morning, God. Remember Abby Holtz, Lord Jesus, Lord. Remember Greg this morning, God. Lord, you are able, Lord, to take this sickness, Lord, and pain away from him, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord. Remember Diane this morning, Lord Jesus. Remember Brother Daryl, Lord, Lord Jesus. Remember Sister Jackie this morning, God. Lord, we know that you can do anything, God, that we ask, Lord Jesus. We know that you are able, God, to do, Lord, exceedingly and abundantly, Lord. Above all we can even ask or even think it says, God, you can do it, Lord. We're calling on the name of Jesus, Lord. The authority in heaven, God. For every need in this house, Lord, for every healing in this place, God, you're able to do it, God. We give you praise and we give you glory and honor in your mighty name, Jesus. And we thank you for your goodness, Jesus. Somebody say praise the Lord. Amen. You may be seated. I'm going to receive your morning tithes and offering if the ushers will come. Praise the Lord. I don't know if we can get the affirmation up there. We don't quite got it memorized, but we can go. <laughs> praise the Lord. Let's repeat. Let's say this together. Upon the authority of your word I have given, it shall be given to me. Pressed down, shaken together, and running over. 
I am a tither. I bring my tithe today into your storehouse. Therefore, the enemy is rebuked. The curse is broken. I live under an open heaven. You pour out upon me such a blessing, there is not enough room to receive it. We receive jobs and better jobs, raises and bonuses, sales and commissions, benefits and settlements, estates and inheritance, interest and income, rebates and return, checks in the mails, gifts and surprises, bills paid off, debts demolished, royalties received. My whole family is saved and walking with God, blessed to walk in health and abundance and divine favor. I am blessed going in. I am blessed going out. All that I do will prosper in Jesus' name. Everybody said? Amen. Let's lift your offering to the Lord right now. Lord, you're able, Jesus, to bless, Lord, like no one else, Lord, can. We thank you, Lord, for your blessings, for your goodness, Lord, for your mercies, Lord. Lord, bless the gift and the giver alike tonight, today, Lord Jesus, in your mighty name. We praise you. Amen. You bring your offerings to the front.
Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. How good is our God. Amen to God. Well, you may be seated. Y'all stay here just a moment. Amen. What a great God we serve. Amen. We've got so much to be grateful for. God's mercy, his grace, his goodness. And uh, I want you to help me sing this morning. Is that all right? Praise God. Sing an old song for a moment. Join me in these words. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me.
Amazing grace did for you. Now we have a hope of another land, another place that we can go. Amen. Don't you want to go to that land? Don't you want to go to that land? Oh, don't you want to go to that land where I'm bound? Oh, don't you want to go to that land? Don't you want to go to that land? Oh, don't you want to go to that land where I'm bound? Oh, we'll see Jesus in that land. We'll see Jesus in that land. Well, we will see Jesus in that land where I'm bound. Oh, in that land we'll see Jesus in that land we'll see Jesus in that land where I'm bound don't you want to go oh don't you want to go to that land oh don't you want to go to that land don't you want to go to that land where I'm bound. Oh, don't you want to go to that land? Don't you want to go to that land? Don't you want to go to that land where I'm bound? You know, we live in a very troubled world today, a world that's just out of control and falling apart. News is no good news. It's all bad news. It's just things that trouble you and uh, just weary you and, and are burdensome to even know what's happening in the world today. And used to, when you was in the world, you used to turn to alcohol and drugs and different things to try to give you some sense of escape from reality. But we've got some hope today. We've got something new today. We've got a, a, a new life that God has given us. And, and we've got something to go to over there. Peace and joy in that land. Peace and joy in that land. Peace and joy in that land where I'm bound. Oh, peace and joy in that land. Peace and joy in that land. Peace and joy in that land where I'm back. Oh, don't you want to go to that land? Don't you want to go to that land? Don't you want to go to that land where I'm back? Oh, don't you want to go to that land? Don't you want to go? To that land, don't you want to go to that land where I'm bound? Oh, we will see Jesus in that land. We'll see.
sing Jesus in that land. We'll sing Jesus in that land where I'm at. Oh, we will sing Jesus in that land. We'll sing Jesus in that land. We'll sing Jesus in that land where I'm at. Oh, don't you want to go to that land? Don't you want to go to that land? Don't you want to go to that land where I'm at? Oh, don't you want to go to that land? Don't you want to go to that land? Don't you want to go? To that land where I'm bound. Ah, hallelujah. Woo. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Oh, friend, I tell you, that's our hope and our joy. Amen. That's our hope and our joy. We have this hope in Christ Jesus. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The Bible says, now abideth faith, hope, and love. These three. But the greatest of these is love. Why is that? Because when we get there, you're still going to have the love that you've got here. Amen. But you will not have to have faith over there. And you're not going to have to have hope over there. For that which is hoped for, if you've already got it, you don't have to hope for it anymore. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Woo! Hallelujah. That means what I hope for today is going to be reality tomorrow. Amen. It's going to be real tomorrow. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Well, God is good. God is good. God is good. Take your Bibles. If you would, and turn with me in the scripture, I want you to uh, uh, join with me in the word today, Luke chapter 17, Luke chapter 17, verse 11 through verse 19, amen. Today is by many called Thanksgiving Sunday, this is the Sunday before Thanksgiving, and uh I, we always look forward. This is one of my favorite holidays is Thanksgiving. If you think it's because of the food, you're right. Amen. You're right. That's right. And I think it's probably right with you too. But uh, we certainly look forward to being with family and, uh, uh, and all that is entailed on that day. But uh, I want to preach about thankfulness today. I want to preach something in line with that holiday and our reminder of being thankful. Luke 17, verse 11 through 19. And it came to pass as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. 
And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priest. And it came to pass as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, everybody say one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. Surprise. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? There are not found that returned to give glory to God. Save this stranger. Except this stranger. And he said unto him, arise, go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. Amen. Thy faith hath made thee whole. I want to preach about the power of thanksgiving. Father, we thank you for your blessing. Speak into our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. God bless you. Praise God. So, I have read to you something that is not a parable. This is an actual event, a circumstance, a situation that happened when Jesus walked this earth. As he was one day, as he went to uh, Jerusalem, he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee on his way. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men which were lepers. And they stood afar off. We are uh, introduced early in this passage as to the circumstance that Jesus came. This was not uncommon to come across people who were lepers. It was a very uh, terrible disease and contagious. And there was, a, uh, there was uh, boundaries that were given to those who had the disease. And uh, they lived in leper colonies. And uh, apparently... The Bible says that uh, these ten men, lepers, uh, there was one of them who was a Samaritan. He was a Samaritan. Now, the scripture says that these they stood afar off. They could not. They, the Bible tells us that the way they were, they was, as they were identified, uh, as having leprosy. They could no longer live in the common population. And so this leprous colony where they lived, all lepers, regardless of uh, their, their race or origin, would go there. And there they lived in this colony together. And when they would move sometimes by group, and uh, they had to... 
they were required to announce that they were unclean. And they would call out, unclean, unclean. And everybody knew, don't get close to them. Don't get close to them because this is sort of the COVID of that day. You know, it was something that nobody wanted and they would try to stay away from it. And uh, uh, I know that there's not the fear that there was back in 2020. But uh, that's that was what it was. That was what it was. It was very contagious. And so they stood afar off and they're calling out. They recognized uh, the Bible says um, that uh, there met him ten lepers which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priest. Jesus bypassed everything else. He just said, Go on, show yourself to the priest. That's what they did when they were at the beginning. The, the priest would maybe recognize this as leprosy. You better cleanse the house. You better do whatever is necessary. But at the end, before they could re-enter the, pop, the common population, they had to go show themselves to the priest, and the priest would be like the, uh, the, the health uh, department and he would uh, uh, give them the the uh, license uh, to be able the permission to re-enter their home, to re-enter the common population. That now whatever they had was no longer uh, contagious or alive, and it was dried up, and they were safe. And so Jesus just uh, he said, "Just go here, show yourself to the priest." Now they still had leprosy. But they were told, go show yourself to the priest. And so the Bible then tells us what happened. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. Amen. They were being obedient to Jesus. They were walking with leprosy to the priest. And on the way, they looked and they said, hey, I'm healed Something has happened to me. And how exciting that must have been. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And so the other nine, they can't wait. I've got to get back. To what I have been missing out on. I've got to go back home. I get, this is a new day. I've been released from my prison. I've been released from my quarantine. I can't wait to get back to normal life. Amen. But there's one that turned around and said, wait just a minute. I know why I have been set free. I know who did it for me? And I know what has happened to me. So I am going to turn around and I'm going to go back and I'm going to thank Jesus for what he did for me. And he fell on his face and with a loud voice, he is giving thanks. And he was a Samaritan. He was a Samaritan. 
Apparently nine of these lepers were Jews and only one a Samaritan. This man would not have been allowed to associate with Jews. He would not have been allowed. We talked about that this morning. Brother John so capably brought out about the Samaritan woman. Amen. There was prejudice that was involved. There was uh, uh, you know, uh, divisiveness that was involved. Uh, there was such a, 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 a uh, some air of, I don't want to be, be around those people. I don't want to do that until they got the same disease and suddenly whatever it was that they had brought them together. I'm going to tell you when you're sick, when you're in need of a touch, you don't care who it is that comes and offers you assistance, you accept that assistance because that might be your only life giving source. Amen. You don't care what that doctor believes. You don't care what he does upon his own time. If he's got the ability to help you, you'll say, help me save my life. Thank you, doctor. I thank you for doing so. And the Bible lets us know that except for this miserable disease with which he was afflicted and which obliterated all distinction of race or caste. It is the same now at Jerusalem in the leper houses termed abodes of the unfortunate. You had the Jews, you had the Mohammedans living together. You had Jews and Samaritans living together. Under no other circumstances will these hostile peoples do that together. Amen. I don't know if you have read any of the details of the atrocities that have been committed against the Jews, uh, the Israelites, uh, uh, the people in Israel uh, uh, by the Hamas uh, and the terrible things that have, uh, they have uh, been savages uh, in their treatment uh, of those they have taken. Uh, they have been interviewing some of the survivors and, and it, it is uh, it is terrible uh, even just to read it in the news what they have experienced. And you think, how can people live like that? And how can they do that? But you see, there's something about the hostility that is lowered. And when someone is hurting and they say, somebody help me. If somebody will reach out a helping hand, all they're looking for is a healing touch. All they're looking for is something. Samaritans, nothing to do with them. Amen. And I I want you to know uh, they had nothing to do with them. Uh, The Jews uh, had nothing to do with the Samaritans uh, until the Holy Ghost changed them. Uh, And when the Holy Ghost changed them, uh, amen, uh, there was a different, they had a new heart. Uh, They had a new mind. Uh, James wrote about it. Uh, Amen. James wrote about, uh, he said, look, 
book, you need to stop recognizing uh, who's important uh, that comes in and who's got wealth and who's got blessing uh, in their pocketbook. Uh, He says, if you make somebody sit on the floor over here uh, and you give the nice chair to the more wealthy, he says, you know, you're not doing the right thing. You got to remember, folks, uh, there's somebody that came from heaven, uh, robed himself in flesh. uh, Amen. Uh, He dwelt among us uh, and he shed his blood for us, uh, not so that we can be better uh, in some sense uh, than uh, and and, uh, lift our nose up at somebody else. Uh, I want you to know uh, we who were nothing, uh, our righteousness, man's righteousness, the Bible says, uh, is as filthy rags in the sight of God. But he saved you. Amen. But he died for you. But he loved you enough. I call that the grace of God. I call that the mercies of God. And aren't you glad he did it for you? Oh, hallelujah. I'm glad that he did it for me. Amen. And so uh, uh, we we recognize uh, uh, the blessing uh, that in any other day uh, would not be his to obtain. Uh, but now the Lord has given something to him. Uh, amen. First Corinthians 4 and 7 uh, says, uh, For who maketh thee to differ from another? And what hast thou that thou didst not receive? Now, if thou didst receive it, why dost thou glory as if thou hadst not received it? I want to read another version of that same verse. The NASB says this, For who regards you as superior? Who regards you as superior? Oh, the apostle Paul was reminding us, amen, that I am nothing on my own. I want you to know the Lord is the one that has made the difference in our life. He's the one that has helped us. He's the one that picked us up. He's the one that blesses us. I recall a story about in a letter from uh, Tupelo Children's Mansion, of which our church supports um, uh, a, a, on a monthly basis. Um, but uh, Tupelo Children's Mansion, there was some children um, that were, uh, someone was sent to pick them up. Um, and uh, they, they uh, received these children that were uh, in a very suffering situation. Um, and uh, their parents were not able to... Uh, care for them and uh, and so they went and picked them up and on the way to Tupelo Children's Mansion where they would have a warm bed and where they would have clean clothes and where they'd have regular meals and, and they would have a good school to attend a wonderful environment of love provided for them on the way they needed to because of the distance of driving they would stop and get something to eat and and uh, and so uh, uh, the the decision was just to go to McDonald's and, and to get something and they asked the children what would you like to eat and uh, what do you mean what do we would like well you can get anything you want 
I can get anything I want. Well, of course you can. And it was like, oh, this is amazing. I can have whatever I want on the menu. Oh, that happy meal became a very happy meal. As it no doubt tears flowed down the provider as they paid for that, as these children took that meal. Because for the first time that they could remember, they could eat what they wanted. They could get all the food they wanted. And those little hungry hearts and mouths begin to fill themselves with this food. I'm telling you, you have so much to be thankful for. You have so much. We are so thankful. Does anybody feel thankful today for the blessings and the goodness of God? First Chronicles chapter 16, verse 34 and 35. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good for his mercy endureth forever and say ye save us O God of our salvation and gather us together and deliver us from the heathen that we may give thanks to thy holy name and glory in thy Praise and glory in thy praise. Amen. Psalms 92 and verse 1. It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and to sing praises unto thy name, O most high. Amen. I recall, brother, uh, our late friend, uh, brother Vernon McGarvey, and he told about his daughter, Jamie. Jamie is a very brilliant person, and and, uh, while she was in school of school age and it became college time, she applied for a a, a scholarship, (coughs) and she was given a full ride for the first year. And uh, she wrote a thank you. Um, At the end of this, she wrote thanks. She made sure that they knew they received thanks from her. And so they gave her a second full ride on the second year. And she again made sure they knew Thank you. And it ended up that way. Each year was another full ride as she continued her education in four years and a full ride scholarship. And she was told it was because you expressed thanks that we would reconsider you as such. We live in a very ungrateful kind of people today. We live in a town, you know what I have heard. I'm sure that you have too on universities across our land. Ivy Leagues, very prestigious learning institutions. There are people that go and protest and they do it in such a, a, a seemingly ignorance. 
of things that they don't even know what to think about. I'm telling you, you've got to remember why it is. You've got to remember your blessings. You've got to remember where it came from. And as they have done this, many of them have been told you need to stop this because the people you're protesting against are also the ones that's providing you a place and providing this university and are very monetarily supportive of this. I want you to know many people in ignorance walk into life and they don't know how to think. We've got young people today, children that are growing up in homes where they have everything handed to them and they don't think a daddy's working for me, a mama's working for me. They have forgot to be thankful. Remind the children, remind them, hey, the reason you have what you have is because you're blessed. Amen. Be thankful today. Oh, we ought to clap our hands to the Lord. We ought to clap our hands to the Lord today. Amen. We live in a very ungrateful world. In 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verses 1 through 5, it says, This know also that in the last days, say last days, last days, peerless times shall come. For men shall be lovers of, of their own selves, Covetous. These become the, uh, the, the trademarks and the descriptive terms uh, describing the, the environment uh, of the days we're living in. Uh, men shall be lovers of their own selves, uh, covetous boasters, uh, proud, uh, blasphemers, uh, disobedient to parents. What's the next word? Un- Thankful, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures, more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof, from such turn away. Oh, friend, I have pointed out one particular word that I'm preaching about this morning from all the descriptive terms of this day, that this last days that we are living in, peerless times shall come. But one of those is the people are going to be unthankful. We live in an era of unthankfulness. Don't let that be the church. Know how to say thank you to the waitress. Know how to say thank you to the clerk at the store. Know how to say thank you. Oh, somebody ought to say amen. You uh, Husbands ought to say thank you to the wife that cooked the meal. Teach your children be an example. Say thank you. Uh, amen. Whoever it is that helps you. Uh, say that you say I paid for that. You need to learn you'd have nobody to pay to if somebody didn't work for you. You need to say thank you. It ought to be a two-way street, but don't let somebody be a lord over another as if you owe it to me. We are subject in some sense to each other. Somebody ought to say amen. Be thankful, be thankful. I wrote down these words, be thankful for your trial, for your tribulation. How can I do that, Brother Haxton? 
because it's teaching you something. It's doing something for you. First Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 18 says, In everything give thanks. Wow. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. In everything give thanks. Brother Mark Foster wrote these words. He said, One way to judge character is the way you judge a ripe watermelon by what they sound like when they get thumped. You're laughing, but it's true. How do you sound when you get thumped? How do you sound? It's a good way to judge our character. I believe something happens, though, when our thanks begins to escape us. I believe there's something that happens to us Thanks releases God to do what he wants to do. It's a place where we are saying, I'm trusting you, Lord. I'm thanking you. I've got some troubles my way. There's been times when I have been going through something and you know, and sometimes we, we pray, oh God, take this from me. Oh God, deliver me from this. Oh God, help me. I need you, Lord, help me. And I realized, man, this just isn't going away. Maybe I ought to just start thanking him for it. There must be a reason. If God don't answer your prayer, there must be a reason. And so I sit back and I reassess and I say, thank you, Lord. And when I begin to thank him, it's like it goes away. Now follow me just a moment. When I begin to thank him, you know what the Bible says of Job? Have you ever heard about Job? Job is that man that went through all those trials. He went through severity of loss. And then only when he prayed for his friends did the Lord turn the captivity of Job. When he began to pray for his friends, it's as if his attitude changed. I'm going to stop praying against them. I'm going to stop talking about them. I'm going to stop arguing with them. And I'm going to start praying for them. And when you start praying, God turned the captivity of Job. I think there's something that happens to us when we begin to release praise to him. First John chapter 4 and verse 18 says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear. Because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. Uh, Let me read that last statement again. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. I'm going to ask you this morning, if whatever it is that you're going through, if you are gripped with fear, are you ready? That which you don't understand. Last night, Last evening, went to the hospital to, for a visit, and it was uh, probably six o'clock or so, and so it was dark. It wasn't a long time after dark, and uh, <clears throat> so uh, I pulled into a parking place, and, and and my wife is sitting there, and I'm I'm sitting here, and I'm getting ready to get out, and I, I said, the car was facing west. And I looked up uh, above the hospital and, and there's this string of lights in a straight, like 
you would like a, a Christmas tree strand of lights that you would see hanging on a, a cord, a long string of lights. And I thought, I wonder what they got back there behind the hospital. And as I watched, just for the moment, those lights moved up above the hospital. I thought, what's going on? And uh, then I realized it wasn't the hospital. It was way up in the atmosphere. Did anybody see that? Thank you, Brother Bob. And so I, I watched. I thought, for crying out loud, what am I looking at? And then I was fascinated, and I get out, and I, there's a man getting out of his vehicle. I said, do you see that? He said, yeah. I said, what is that? He said, I'm clueless. And we watched. There was a very bright light above us. And, and that string of lights, which appeared to be maybe miles long by then because it was so far away. And it was just a straight line. If you ever saw a, a, like an Amtrak train with the lights in the cabin on in the nighttime and uh, in the distance, it's just like a string of lights on the track going down. And that's what it looked like. I thought it looks like a train in the air, the lights, I can just see it. It wouldn't be airplanes because they wouldn't be in behind each other that close. And so we just kept watching. And then above us, they faded out and they disappeared. I thought, did they go behind a cloud? No, they're not because I can see something else very bright up there. It wasn't. So I was so fascinated. Brother Bob, I don't know if you got the answer for it. I did. And, and so uh, uh, I, I go home and I'm just, I'm, what did I see? What did I just see? What was that? And so I, I go online, and sure enough, in Melbourne, Australia, they saw it too. And uh, I said, well, what's going on? So I clicked it on, and they had good video of it. My wife took a picture of it, but her picture wasn't that good. She's got that fancy camera bought her, and she don't know how to operate it. And so she says, you know how to learn how to operate this? I said, that'd be a good idea. You're supposed to say thank you. Oh, thank you, that's okay. Let's stick with the subject here, amen. Attitude of gratitude, amen. And so I, I, it was a news clip. I clicked it on and they said, uh, there is an explanation for it. It's a uh, it's, uh, star, what do they call it? Starlink. They said those are Starlink satellites. They said you can actually get you an app and it'll tell you where they're at and if it's the right time and they're passing over you, you can look up and see them. They said what you were looking at was not lights. You was looking at the sun reflecting. And as it disappeared away from the, the sun, which at that angle... It wasn't shining on us, but it was still out in the atmosphere. But when it passed out of that, they faded away. They're still up there. They're still going around the earth, and that's what's happening. And so uh, uh, who's Starlink? Who is it? Who's the man? What's his name? What? Elon Musk. Mr. Elon Musk has put hundreds of those things up there. And now you can have Internet anywhere by way of satellite and that's what she was looking at was some of those and they were passing over a whole string of them like that so I read the other day about uh, uh, they said that uh, 
the International Space Station, there was some astronauts doing some maintenance and they took their toolbox with them. Anybody read that? They took their toolbox with them out to work on the outside of the space station. And for whatever reason, they lost their toolbox. It's floating in space. It's a $100,000 toolbox. That's right, just a bag, but it's $100,000 worth of tools. And they say, a good pair of binoculars, you can see it. If you know where the space station is, just a few minutes in front of it, there's a toolbox. And says, uh, it's about 200 miles up right now, but when it gets closer, the Earth's gravity will pull it on in and burn it up. And how many's ever lost tools like that, huh? You know where they're at, but you just can't reach them? I'm t- how about a $100,000 tool? I think I would find a string low enough to find that thing fished it back in if it was possible. Well, it's not possible, and they're just going to burn up. That was probably not a thankful day for them. I wondered last night when I looked, all of a sudden, and the point I was making was the unknown. When I didn't know, I was like, what is that? You ever had that feeling like, what's going on? And even me, I'm the pastor. I'm the one that's supposed to be leading this and say, hey, I know what's going on. You're looking up and saying, what's this long string of lights and they're coming to earth? What is that? You, you read and hear all kinds of things. There's an explanation for everything. But when you don't know, I'm going to tell you, I'm talking to people today that don't know. They don't know what that pain is in my body. They don't know what that doctor's report is going to be. They don't know how much that bill is going to be. They don't know how they're going to pay it. They don't know how they're going to meet this need. They don't know. You don't know. Have you ever thought in the midst of all of that, you're still here? You're still worshiping God. You're still the one. I don't want you to be like those that get a blessing and you run on. Thank you. I'm running on. No, when you've got your blessing, why don't you come back? Why don't you say, thank you, Lord. I just want to thank you. I just want to lift my hands. I've come to say, thank you, Lord. I've come to say, thank you, because you're the one that's going to help me. You're the one that's going to help. I've got to wrap this up. Amen. The Bible says in Psalms 100 and verse 4, enter into his gates. Somebody say it. With thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Listen, be thankful and bless his name. Be thankful and bless his name. Could thanks, thanksgiving, could thanks be an act? But thankful is an attitude. In other words, when I say thanks, thank you. He bowed down. He gave thanks with a loud voice. He's thanking the Lord, but thankful is an attitude. 
It's going to follow you everywhere you go. In everything you do, it's going to be an attitude. Amen. And I want to have that attitude the right way. Praise God. I believe our thanks releases something. It releases something. And I want to give that to the Lord. Praise God. Jesus made him whole. Do you realize this? Only one healed of leprosy came back to say thank you. And Jesus made him whole. Could it be that there's a greater blessing for the thankful? A concern of the Lord was when Israel entered the promised land that they would forget him. Is it so easy to forget where we came from and to become unthankful? Amen. Be thankful. Be thankful. Praise God. Be thankful. I had something else I was going to say. I'm going to do it in just brief form here. But in Numbers 5 and 17, the Bible says, The priest shall take holy water in an earthen vessel, and of the dust that is in the floor of the tabernacle, the priest shall take And put it into water. It's the law of jealousy. Holy water in an earthen vessel. And dust off the floor of the tabernacle. Mixed together created this elixir of holy water. It was given to one that was accused. And it was a test to prove whether they were guilty or not. The lady would drink it, and if she was guilty, the Bible says her belly would swell, her thighs would rot. Water caused a curse to enter upon her. Little temple dirt, what it amounted to. We need to consider ourselves. I've watched people come running to pastor in times of trouble. What am I going to do? Help me. And Jesus came and picked them up. And after time, I've seen them raise their finger to point and accuse somebody else. A little dirt was revealed to them, and they began to grumble and complain about something in the church. They forgot how they came. They forgot. You know what Jesus did with temple dirt? He used it as a a chalkboard to display before anybody who could read. Something he wrote caused accusers to drop the rocks and let something go. Jesus, we found this lady in the act of adultery. And when it comes to grumbling and complaining, Why don't we choose a better road and find something to give thanks for? Testings reveal what is in us. They become times of soul searching. It's what's been coming out of my mouth. It's the test of what is in you. James 1 and 26 says, If anyone 
among you thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue, but deceives his own heart, this one's religion is useless. It's time that we let whatever escapes our mouth be something that glorifies the Lord and lifts him up. Praise God. Am I talking to the church this morning about being thankful? I hope that you can leave this house today and say, I want a thankful attitude. I want a thankful heart. I want to be able to say thank you. Thank you, Lord, for helping me. What's this song? Thank you. Oh, thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. Thank you, Lord, for making me all stand together. Oh, thank you, Lord. While we sing it, would you come to the front? For saving my soul, thank you, Lord, for making me So full and so free again. Oh, thank you. Singing as a prayer to the Lord. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. Oh, thank you, Lord, for making me today, I want to remind you, the Bible says when they were asked on that day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2, men and brethren, what shall we do? What shall we do? The Bible says they were, there was something that happened to them. When they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said, men and brethren, what shall we do? What shall we do? Peter said to them to repent. He said to be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Praise God. What a great hope there is when we know Jesus. Hallelujah. Don't ever forget that. Don't ever forget that. When you get to looking around and you begin seeing dirt, be careful. Be careful because the Lord can use that dirt 
to show everybody what's missing in your life. But if you'll just say, thank you, Lord, it could have been me. It could have been me in that lady's place. It could have been me in a, in a place of, of despair and needing God. It could have been me, Lord, that was needing to turn around and say, have mercy on me, Lord. And he did have mercy on every one of you. And look what he's done for you. Have you thanked him today? Have you thanked him today? Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can have whatever it is that you need from the Lord. Let's sing it again and talk to God. Oh, thank you, Lord. Lord Jesus, we need you. We need you, Lord. Thank you for saving us, Lord. Thank you for making a difference in our life. Thank you, Lord, for helping us along the way. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your mercy. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You're such a good God to us. Oh, you're such a good God to us. And we're grateful, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Can you think of something that you're thankful for especially? That maybe only he can do. Amen. I want you to just take a moment and would you thank him? And if you need something from the Lord, this is a good time to tell him. Hallelujah. Lord, I need you so. I need you so. I need you so. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, God, I give you praise. I give you praise. I give you praise. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for whatever it is that we've been going through. Thank you, Lord, because I believe you're at work in our life. And you're producing something that's good and that will bring glory to you. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. The scripture tells us in that last part of that, of that passage I read in Luke 17, the Bible says, Jesus said there are not found that return to give glory to God. We're being thankful for what he's done. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, John, that's what God can do. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Oh, we worship you. Let's love him again. Hallelujah, he's here in a special way. He's here in a special way. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, we worship you, we worship you. We're gonna glorify him. We're gonna glorify him. We're going to glorify him. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you, Jesus. We worship you this morning, we worship you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. How great is our God. 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 
Oh, we worship your name, Lord. We worship your name. We worship your name. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, you're so good to us. Oh, God, we worship you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Behold, thank you, Lord, for giving to me the great salvation so full, so free. Oh, thank Hallelujah, hallelujah. Church pray, church worship. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's create an atmosphere that God can move. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise God. Are you thankful? Are you thankful? Amen, amen, amen. Let's lift our hands and thank him for this service. Father, we thank you. 
You've been in this place, Lord. You have blessed, Lord. You have ministered in a special way. How great you are. How great and wonderful you are. Oh, Lord, we give you praise. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Amen to God. Amen. The Lord bless you. Take this presence of the Lord with you. Let's come again tonight expecting good things. Would you do that? Greet one another. God bless you. You're dismissed in Jesus' name.